Hello, hello there. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Coffee with Colleen. I hope you have an incredible latte or a hot cup of tea or whatever tickles your fancy this morning because we are going to jump right into it. Now, I've had quite a few comments um, lately about, I asked a question. I said, as a stay-at-home or work-at-home mom, what's one thing that you feel you need in order to accomplish your goals, um, to achieve your dreams? What's what's one thing you think you need? And so many people had the overwhelming same response of time. Everybody kind of feels like they're swamped. They have no time. They they get up and they're with baby, you know, sun up to sundown, and they just have no time for themselves, for their own priorities. And sometimes they don't even have enough time for their kids they find or their spouses. So um, I'm making it my top priority this podcast episode to help you find more time. And let's be honest, there's 24 hours in a day, right? I'm not going to help you find more time because there I can't help you dig out two extra hours and have a 26-hour day. But what I can do is I can help you better utilize the time that you already have. Um, and these are just a couple of things. And the biggest thing about finding more time, and this is big, guys, you have to want to find it. So this is where you got to get real with yourself. Show yourself a little bit of tough love here. Put on those big girl panties and go, am I doing everything I can? Really? Am I really doing everything I can to utilize my time? Because sometimes I really feel like, you know, sun up to sundown, I squeezed every inch of my day um, and my productivity out of my day get up, was super productive, got as many things done as I could. And at the end of the day, I I still didn't check off everything I wanted to get done. But I literally could not have gotten more out of my day because, you know, you run out of time. And things, unfortunately, do take certain amounts of time. And that's the reality of it, right? But there are other days when I don't optimize my time efficiently. I am not productive in the moments I need to be productive. I waste a lot of time. There's a lot of distractions. I, I play into a lot of uh, procrastination or bad habits and then it's kind of like a downfall. And then you blink and the day's over and you're like, oh my God, I've, I've wasted so much time. So I'm going to teach you how to not be like me, my old self, and sometimes my current self. And I'm going to teach you how to utilize your time a little bit better. And if you're not a mom and you're listening in, hey, this still applies to you. This applies to absolutely anybody. Um, There are a couple of tips on here that are kid specific, but apply them to coworkers, apply them to spouses, apply them to whomever. Okay. So the first thing, first things first, in the morning, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of science out there, a lot of research, a lot of statistics about this. Most people now notice how I didn't say all, but the majority of people, their most um, productive time of day, the time of day when their brain works more, uh, excuse me, most efficiently, is the morning. Now, this is kind of a you know bearer of bad news for you non-morning people, unfortunately, but. You should be trying to take advantage of your morning as much as possible, okay? And by doing that, I suggest that you focus on one big task. What is the, what is the one task 
that you can do today that is going to move the needle closer to your goals? What is the one big task that you need to get done today uh, that's going to make you feel the best when you go to sleep at night because you know you've done that task? All right, it's, it needs to make you feel good. It needs to bring you a sense of pride and accomplishment and it needs to help you know nudge the needle for you closer to your goals all right if doing laundry does not help push the needle closer to your goals don't do laundry first thing in the morning all right put a load in great but don't dedicate like two hours in the morning just to like sorting and folding laundry that's not the most efficient use of your time okay Pick your biggest task, the one that's going to require the most brain power, the most diligence, the most willpower. We've talked about willpower before, right? It's that power to make these big decisions um, or to um, say no to something or, you know what I mean, to bypass distractions. You have so much more of that power first thing in the morning. Do you know why? Because you haven't made any decisions yet. And because you haven't made any decisions yet, your brain is at like optimum level. It's just woken up from rest, from a fast, from a rest. It's been shut off and recuperating. And it is primed and prepped and ready to go. All right? So focus on your one big task and do it first thing in the morning. The other thing you can do, if you're not already doing this, wake up before your kids. I know that is so hard if you are not a morning person and if you already feel like your kids get up so early. But trust me, that whole first hour before they wake up, so like if your kids wake up at 8, if your kids wake up at 7, because you know, they're toddlers, like my kid right now, she's 1. She's waking up at 7 a.m. every morning. And I gotta tell you, waking up at 6 sucks. And I don't do it every day. I'm being honest here. But when I do... And I have that whole glorious morning hour to myself. I can enjoy an entire hot cup of coffee by myself. I can get some big, huge, humongous task that pushes the needle towards my goal a little bit farther to myself. Oh, it's glorious. I can have like a a whole conversation with my spouse baby free to myself it's amazing you can get so much done in that first hour sans kids but for some reason once the kids are up our brain then is like kid first right keep the kids alive okay but when they're asleep there's something about the comfort knowing that they're safe they're safe they're sound they're taken care of they're sleeping like they're good and you don't have to prioritize them in that exact moment so your brain can freely focus on other things but once they're awake for the day it's very distracting right um and if you don't feel that maybe maybe you don't have kids (laughs) or maybe you just have a better uh i don't know maybe it goes away after toddlerhood i'm not sure but that's where i am right now so that one hour right before your kids get up oh it is juicy so utilize that if you can i know it's gonna suck if getting up that early is hard for you your brain um, and your body can reset its body clock up to one hour a day. So, you know, if you don't want to start that tomorrow, start waking up 15 minutes early. Start with tomorrow, 15 minutes early. And then the next day, 15 more minutes early. And the next day, 15 until you get to an hour. Or do 30-minute increments. Or just, you know, cold turkey it and go the full hour, okay? Your body can reset that much that quickly. So, 
go for it, all right? You're not asking yourself to get up five hours earlier. It's just one hour, one hour. And if that means that you go to bed an hour earlier, great, because you're going to be more refreshed. And it's not about finding more time. It's that you will have a more efficient use of that time because your kids are not yet awake and your brain is working at its like optimum level. Okay. All right. Moving on. The next one, routines, 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 prepare your environment as much as possible. You want to automate as much as possible. Like if you don't have a morning routine yet, you are missing out. Okay. Because you're having to make so many decisions in those first couple hours of the morning if you don't have a morning routine, if things are not automated. Things like you do the exact same thing every morning when you get out of bed. I know that sounds so boring, but we've talked about this. The less your brain has to work to make those decisions first thing in the morning, the more efficient and optimally it will perform on your big tasks of the day. So even those small decisions like waking up, deciding if you want to check your phone, deciding do you want to go to the bathroom, deciding who's going to shower first, deciding what clothes to wear, deciding how you're going to wear your hair, blah, 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 blah. Am I going to work out? Am I not going to work out? What am I going to eat? All of those things are decisions that whittle away at your brain efficiency and your willpower. And honestly, like they just, they just, they exhaust you, your mental fatigue, right? You won't notice it. But ever, you ever feel like it's 10 a.m., you've been up for three hours, and you're like, man, I'm, I need to go back to bed, I'm tired. Mental fatigue, that's what I'm talking about. Mental fatigue. You're wearing out your brain before the day's even started because you haven't automated the morning routine. Automate that as much as possible. Lay your clothes out the night before. You don't have to use optimal brain power right before you go to sleep, right? So pick something out at that point in time, Okay pick out an outfit them uh decide how you're gonna wear your hair decide how you're gonna wear your makeup like try to have the same i do the same makeup every dang day i could do it with my eyes closed all right maybe that's not fun and exciting and when i was like in my teens and 20s i loved doing big different makeup looks all the time but now i save those for special occasions or for weekends and stuff because it helps me get out the door faster in the morning if i do the same like five minute routine all right i've got it down to like a science and i can calculate it and i know exactly how much time i'm going to spend on it and i know i don't don't have to think about it okay my brain just does it so automate your routine who's showering first is your spouse always going to shower first are you going to always shower first can one of you shower at night like figure these things out the night before and then you don't have to think about it in the morning figure out if you're going to exercise the night before in fact try to do it at the same time every single day If you're going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 a.m., commit to that and work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 a.m. It's going to take a few weeks, but eventually your brain is going to turn that into a habit and it's going to go on autopilot and it's going to run so much more efficiently. And you'll notice you won't be as mentally fatigued at 10 a.m. as you used to be. All right. So automate as much as possible. Create routines. Prepare your environment. Lay your clothes out. uh, Make your task list the night before. X, Y, Z. All right. Next, delegate as much as possible. We talked about automating, but also delegate as much as possible. And I'm obviously, I say as much as possible because I know not everyone is in a position to do this. But if you have older kids, can you delegate 
things that you are wasting time on to them can they pick up a chore um can they unload the dishwasher in the morning can they sort their own laundry um can they help get little ones ready for school can they help pack lunches oh man if you're packing lunches do it the night before as much as possible make the kids do it (laughs) make it a routine and automate it and delegate it as much as possible all right um do you need someone to kind of help juggle babies a couple hours a week just so you can get some things done um can you ask family members a lot of times family members are more than willing to help out especially grandparents um even aunts and uncles depending on how close you are with family members they're more than willing to help out if you simply ask them they don't want to they don't want to offer because sometimes it feels like they're imposing and they feel like they're implying that you need help I say this because I've literally had people say that to me. I didn't want to offer because I didn't want to feel like I was imposing. And, you know, people are are silly. So ask for help. And if they don't want to do it, they'll be honest with you. You know, don't make them feel obligated. Just say, I would really love it if you could watch the kids for like an hour today at some point. Just come over and play with them. You don't even have to leave the house. Like you can be upstairs and they can be downstairs with grandma. Yeah. And grandma knows that upstairs is off limits for them for an hour. And you know, whatever you need to do or have grandma come over and you go to Starbucks for an hour. Work it out. Delegate as much as possible can your older kids do as much as possible can your spouse help out can your spouse uh make kids breakfast while you do something you know like where can you where can you trade off how can you delegate um if you're in an office can you delegate stuff to coworkers? you know are you a manager can you can you delegate below you can you what can you delegate if you are running into the same time wasting traps every single day in a business setting, those are the tasks that you want to delegate. Uh, so what do you have at home that are time-wasting traps that you can delegate? And even if you can't delegate everything, like if you know sorting laundry for two hours in the morning is a huge waste of time, how can you delegate that? Everyone sorts their own laundry. Um, spouse helps sort the laundry so it takes half the time. You know, uh, grandma comes over and helps sort the laundry i don't know get creative use your resources get scrappy get scrappy also remove any potential distractions social media oh girl it is a massive time suck a massive time suck it's so easy to get trapped and i know it's like we're on all these groups and it's so nice to have online friends and camaraderie and i love pinterest and i love instagram and i love looking at people's photos i love youtube um and i've had to remove those potential distractions so i know especially first thing in the morning i cannot look at social media and i've had to kind of give myself like a time limit like uh, thou shalt not look at social media until you know 12 p.m because at that point i've done my routines i've delegated i've automated i've focused on my big task i've utilized my most optimal efficient brain power by then and it's lunchtime. so on my lunch break i can scroll social media for a little while while i snack on whatever i'm eating and then i get back to work right remove the potential distractions if one of your distractions is your kids always asking questions you know that is when i'm going to suggest that you give them a little bit more autonomy 
all right um give them as as much autonomy as as necessary as possible give them a little bit of freedom to the extent where they won't hurt themselves right obviously safety is a huge thing but um if your kid wants a snack and one of the things that wastes your time is your kids are always coming to you for a snack there are so many brilliant ideas out there about how to handle that give your kids the autonomy to choose when and what they eat for a snack and some great ideas i've seen are um this one mom made little snack baskets and at the beginning of each day she put the same things in it like she put like a clementine and she put like a string cheese and she put a granola bar all right so they had like three snacks and she put it on a low shelf in the fridge or you know whatever if something is refrigerated she put it in there but maybe like a healthier snacks like a piece of fruit maybe a, a nice granola bar a piece of cheese maybe some nuts things or maybe not nuts if there's allergies but um things that are safe for them to choose things that you would want them to choose in the quantities you'd want them to choose and then give them um parameters you know give them limitations and say these are your snacks for the day you can choose when you eat them and you can choose of the, of the three things to eat but if you eat them before the day is over and you find you want a snack and all your snacks are gone that's it you don't get more and i'm telling you the first maybe day or two it might suck a little bit because they're gonna eat all their snacks really early and they're gonna be like oh i need snacks but when you set those parameters and you stick to them and you don't budge you, this is the thing you cannot budge you can't give in and be like oh susie you're just so cute i'm gonna give you a snack right don't budge they're gonna learn that oh mommy only gives me three snacks a day and when i eat those snacks i don't get more okay it, it sucks but eventually they learn you're not being cruel you're not underfeeding them they're getting plenty of food they simply ate all their snacks before it was time for them to have snacks all right and if they're hungry then you say well, you have to wait until it's meal time okay we're gonna eat dinner at six o'clock it's four o'clock you've already eaten your snacks you'll be okay for two hours you're not not feeding them don't freak out they're gonna be fine that's just one option all right there are so many ideas on pinterest i'm telling you you guys are so smart get crafty get scrappy what resources do you already have that you can utilize become a problem solver write down your problem at the top of a piece of paper oh, my kids always bug me for snacks and then write down all the ideas that could possibly maybe work maybe even not work no matter if you think it's silly or dumb or whatever just brainstorm all these ideas that you think could alleviate this problem and then once you've written them out, obviously go through and cross out the ones that definitely aren't going to work. And then you have a slew of a list of ideas of possible ways to fix this problem, okay? That's my favorite way to go about problem solving. Make a big old list of all the possible ways you can solve it. And then trial and error. You pick the one that you think is most likely to, to work. And then you go down the list from there. If that one fails after... A, and don't just try it like once. Try it a couple times. Um, especially if you're implementing something new in the kids' lives. And try it a couple of times. But, you know, try it. Try things. Try something different. Be a problem solver. You are so much stronger. You are so much more creative. You are so much smarter than you give yourself credit for. 
you are scrappy you are resourceful you you couldn't be a parent if you weren't these things so put on those big girl panties give yourself a little self-love believe in yourself give yourself a little more credit and get scrappy get thinking how can you be resourceful okay um give your kids some more autonomy i promise you you will thank me for it even if you um and this is my suggestion even if you don't want to go this whole philosophical route i really strongly encourage taking a look at montessori and the practices of montessori and following the child right um kids they know what they want they know how fast they want to learn um and they do it when they are ready when they're biologically and developmentally ready so when we push them to do activities that their brain and their little bodies aren't ready for they get frustrated and that's a lot of times when we have temper tantrums and panic attacks and you get frustrated because they're frustrated so if you're pushing your kid to tie their shoes and it's just they're not getting it give it a break rest for a little while go back to the velcro shoes for another month when they start showing interest in tying their shoes on their own that's when you jump on that horse that's when you teach them how to tie their shoes if they aren't showing interest in it you know do yourself a favor and and let it go let it go until you start seeing them show interest same goes for snacks like If your kid wants to peel the orange by themselves, give it to him. Let him peel that orange. It's good for him. Builds character. It builds gross motor skills. It builds fine motor skills. Um, and it gives them more satisfaction because they've prepared their snack themselves. Okay? It, toddlers can prepare snacks. Toddlers can slice bananas. Toddlers can peel oranges. It may take some practice. But if they're showing interest and they want to do it, ooh, girl give them the autonomy to do it let them do it they are going to be so much more satisfied and you are helping them to be more independent and you know what that means for you more time more time okay take away those distractions get rid of social media give your kids some more autonomy all right utilize your prime time I'm going to give you an example here. If your kids are still in the napping phase, what are you normally doing during nap time? Is it housework, which is great and important and super awesome, but how can you really efficiently use that time? Do your kids take multiple naps? Let me give you an example. Right now, my kid takes two naps. The first one in the morning is always absolutely incredible. I know it's a solid two hours, like clockwork. I don't even have to think about it. Like, I know it's going to be two hours. Sometimes it's two hours and 10 minutes, and it's amazing. All right? So as soon as I put her down and she rolls over and goes to sleep, I know I have exactly two hours, maybe a little bit more, to get what? ever next big task i want to get done because a it's in the morning i've already completed my one big task and then she's woken up and we've played and we've had breakfast this is our first big nap of the day now what else can i get done and still utilize this brilliant fresh optimal brain power okay that's how i'm looking at it now in the afternoon she takes another nap and that is like the wild card nap we like to call it it could be two hours It could be 30 minutes. It could be scream in my crib and boycott the nap. You know, you just don't know. You don't know. It is literally the wild card nap. Some days we take it. 
some days we don't sometimes we have like an amazing couple of weeks in a row where it's like two two hour naps and we feel like we've hit the lottery and then all of a sudden it's like we have a week of teething and we are hating naps entirely we hate naps we scream and it's very distracting for mommy and daddy because we both work from home and we just are constantly going back in there and trying to put her down and soothe her and Ooh, you know, distractions. So utilize your prime time. When you have prime time, are the kids in school? Are they going to school every day from 8 a.m. to 2.30? Use that time. That is your prime time. Definitely stay away from your distractions. If you know that social media is a time suck and you have a really, really big problem with getting sucked into Facebook, do yourself a favor and download one of the apps that like locks it and you set a time lock on it and it doesn't open for you every day until like 2 30 okay it's gonna suck the first couple of times you do it but then you get used to it and you're like oh yeah i only look at social media at 2 30 all right you'll be okay you'll live no one has ever spread the most dire important crucial news possible via social media if they need to get a hold of you they'll call they'll text they'll reach out some different way they're not going to post it on your Facebook wall, okay? So you'll be all right. Just turn it off. Turn it off until that time. And then really utilize that 8 to 2.30 window to get as much done as humanly possible. And here's where it's going to take a change of thought for you guys. Keeping up with our house is huge for our mental health, for our sanity, for hygiene, for the rest of our family as well. And it's, you know, being a a mom, especially, or any parent, mom, dad, whatever parent you are, so important that you're taking care of your household. And I get it. I am not dismissing that at all. But this is my train of thought. You are more than welcome to disagree. It shouldn't come first. It shouldn't be your primary concern. You only have one life. You only have one body. You only have one mind. Your goals, your priorities, your mental health, that needs to come first, okay? If your kids are away, if they're at school, if they're at daycare, if they're napping, wherever they are, you come first. Your goals, your opportunities, your tasks, your mental health, that comes first, all right? If they're at school from 8 to 2.30 and you know you need to meditate for a half hour for your mental health, if you know you need to go outside and take a walk, if you know you need to exercise, if you know you need to write a blog, if you know you need to record a video, if you know you need to reach out to some new clients, uh, whatever, if you know you know you need to have a... a you know, a coffee meeting with a potential client, you need to take that time to do it. You need to take that time to do it. You can't just be like, oh, I got to put my goals and my dreams and my aspirations off because I got a vacuum. No, girl, the vacuum can freaking wait, okay? The floor ain't going anywhere. The vacuum ain't going anywhere and that dirt sure ain't going anywhere. Your dreams, however, those come first. Focus on those first utilize your prime time okay here's the next big one energize all right i know sometimes we need more time because we're just exhausted we're tired we've we've talked about this by 10 a.m our mental fatigue is just overwhelming and we've already had like four cups of coffee and half of them were cold okay right do you feel me so 
you have to energize in whatever way possible. I'm going to give you some examples here. Snacks, healthy snacks. What are you putting in your body? Are you putting Pop-Tarts in your body? Because that's going to give you a real nice sugar kick, but then you're going to crash and you're going to feel like absolute crap, okay? Instead of a Pop-Tart for breakfast, how about you have some scrambled eggs? How about you have some nuts and a piece of cheese? How about you have some carrot sticks and celery and, and cucumbers and hummus? What are you putting in your body? All right, vegetables, not your friend. Great. Okay, how about fats, cheese and nuts? Amazing. Uh, also not your friend. Okay, how about some protein? Can you roll up some turkey and dip it in mustard? Great. You know, have a mini salad. Okay, also not your friend. Piece of fruit, girl. Make a fruit salad. If you are not putting real whole foods in your body at any point during the day, that is something that you should definitely make a priority because you only have one body. You only have one life. Take care of yourself. And that especially comes from what you put in your body. Give yourself some health. (laughs) Give yourself healthy snacks, healthy meals, okay? If you're feeling dull and you need a pick-me-up, one of the best things you can do is eat an amazing apple. Eat an orange. Citrus um, automatically energizes you. Have you ever felt that like orange essential oil, how it just perks you up really fast? Or (laughs) when you're cleaning and something has... Uh, lemon oil in it how you just instantly feel a little bit happier a little bit more refreshed everything feels clean you feel a little zestier right because citrus wakes you up it jolts the brain it gives you a little boost of energy so that's just from smelling it imagine what happens if you ingest one if you're ingesting a little get yourself some clementines right and pop one of those bad boys every day at 10 a.m boom gorgeous burst of energy utilize your caffeine you know, a gorgeous cup of green tea, hot, iced, whatever you need, girl. Um, I love a good English breakfast tea with some milk and honey, um, coffee, latte, whatever you need. Don't over caffeinate, like don't be shaking. Don't like triple, quadruple shot it every day, five times a day, because that's not healthy. But utilize an appropriate amount of caffeine when you need it. Um, a piece of chocolate also has caffeine in it, right? And who doesn't love chocolate? The other thing you can do is take a walk, move your body, exercise. Uh, if you don't have time for like an hour workout or a 30 minute workout, there are so many little things that you can do to just burst your energy. One of my favorites, and this is going to sound really cheesy, is a mini living room dance break. And we do this with my one-year-old daughter, (laughs) mostly because we're nerds, but we're trying to introduce her to like awesome 90s hip-hop music, like a little run DMC and and (laughs) quad city DJs. And um, she loves it. (laughs) And we love it. And so we just blast that every morning at the breakfast table. And we find that it really boosts our energy and we look like absolute fools. Like if anyone walks past our front windows when we do this in the morning, they're like, those people have lost their minds. But we're dancing, we're laughing, we're smiling, we're already in a better mood because we're just having fun and we're dancing. So we're energizing our body, which is energizing our mind. Body and mind are very much connected. So don't forget that if you're having a little energy slump, move your body. Go for a walk in the fresh air, a brisk walk, yeah? Um, do 30, do a, a minute's worth of jumping jacks. Um, run in place. Do some push-ups. Do a, 
uh, pick your favorite upbeat song and like dance and jump around your house like a lunatic and get your kids involved and they'll love it you'll love it just have fun you'll be surprised at how much that will boost your energy um the other you do a sun salutation you know do a little, little yoga um pilates do the 100 whatever you need to move your body that's going to help you so to energize healthy snacks an appropriate healthy amount of caffeine when necessary um fresh air just going outside fresh air is amazing sunshine vitamin d and then moving your body dance break exercise sun salutation taking a walk whatever you need to energize but in a healthy appropriate way stay away from the pop tarts and the sugar and the excessive amounts of caffeine okay and don't do those energy booster shots those are so bad for you um here's the last thing and this is a big one and i know this is really hard for some people but ask for help ask for help as as much as possible as often as possible obviously you know nobody wants to be the friend or the relative that's like every single day asking for help from everybody and their mom all the time for everything like you don't want to ask tom dick and harry to come over and help with the kids every single day and then you sit on your phone and scroll facebook right you want to ask for help as much as possible in the ways where it's appropriate start with your spouse then ask your kids you sometimes if you just ask your kids they're super help they're super helpful they're they're happy to help and help them feel autonomous by letting them choose how they help and what they help with right give them some options um do they really like to vacuum great girl there's your floor problem let them vacuum for you okay um do they like to sort the laundry do they like to fold the laundry do they like to cook let them help prepare snacks and meals you know like let them be autonomous let them choose how they want to help pick a list of things that you hate doing or that are time sucks or that you waste so much time doing write them on a board and give them a little incentive but first ask them if they want to help choose and and that's how they're going to contribute value to the household and then you can incentivize it by i don't know at the end of the week maybe they get a point for any time they they help out and they've contributed value and then at the end of the week for the people who have x amount of points they get to choose dinner they get to choose the movie that night they get to do something it doesn't have to be like twenty dollars allowance it doesn't have to be something crazy big small incentives work just as well as massive incentives okay i wouldn't go as far as being like requiring like i i chore charts are great they're absolutely great but when you write down a list of eight chores and you suddenly require your kids to do it you're gonna notice they don't want to do it all of a sudden but if you make them optional and you incentivize it and you say this is how you contribute value to the household when you do these things it helps us out and it contributes beauty and value to the household and people that contribute value are rewarded in these ways you can even make a little prize jar and make little popsicle sticks and write stuff on them and put them in the jar and at the end of the week depending on how many points they have for how much value they contributed they get to choose from a different point jar right and in each jar you can choose 
values of rewards and activities that you think are appropriate. So if they contributed quite a lot, maybe they get a bigger incentive than if they only contributed a little, but they still get something. So if they contributed a little, maybe they get to choose a movie on Friday night. If they contributed a lot, maybe they get an extra hour of screen time or an hour of play time or um i don't even know what older kids want these days but you know ask them for ideas for what they want have them write some sticks down and then you can sort them out for value all right your kids want to help you but they want to be able to choose how and i think that's fair like if somebody asks for your help and they have loads of stuff to do. Like if, if people are moving, all right, and you go over to help them and you say, how can I help? A lot of times they'll give you a choice. They'll be like, well, we have to move these boxes, but then we also need help packing up this. And then you go, great, I can do such and such, right? Wherever you're most helpful and what it gives you a choice and you're more willing to do it because you've chosen that, right? You're happier to do it. So give your give your kids the same courtesy. Let them choose. Give them a little bit of autonomy. Um, all right, guys. That is it. So this was a long one. Whew, sorry. I got on a whirlwind. But just to recap, you have time. You have time. I know you do. And I think a lot of the times you're just not giving yourself enough credit to find it. I think you've convinced yourself. You've told yourself this story that you don't have any more hours in the day that you can't squeeze any more out of yourself because you're already so exhausted and you feel like you're going sun up till sundown and i'm here to tell you there are ways around this make your own life easier if you're exhausted mentally physically and you feel like you have no more time and you can't squeeze anything else out that's when you need to start with how can you automate what can you delegate how can you give your kids more autonomy? Where can you ask for help? Start with those. Start with those things. And then work on waking up an hour earlier and focusing on a big task. Then, you know, work on energizing, removing distractions, utilizing your prime times. But if you're so exhausted, the first thing I'm going to say is look at what you're putting in your body and how much are you moving. You don't have to be crazy and go to the gym and lift weights every day, but even a 30 minute walk, you know, walk outside, fresh air, move your body for 30 minutes in any shape, form or capacity, your body's going to thank you for it. The earlier in the day you do it, the better because it just energizes everything and you have a little afterburn. Do your body a favor, do your brain a favor feed it with good things and let it move and then focus on everything else so again a recap focus on one big task get that done first thing in the morning when you have optimal brain power wake up an hour before your kids as much as possible automate as much as possible and create routines right lay stuff out the night before as much as you can prepare the night before do it delegate as much as possible what can you give to the kids can you give them some autonomy and, and give them some responsibility and let them choose their incentives what potential distractions are there that you can remove can you utilize your prime time nap time when they're at school any other time of the day um energize yourself healthy snacks healthy food 
appropriate amounts of caffeine, fresh air, exercise, dance breaks, sun salutations, walks outside, vitamin D. Ask for as much help as possible. People are willing to give help most of the time if you just ask for it. If you ask for it. All right. I've talked enough. I'll let you guys go. This was a super long one, but it was really weighing on my heart. This many people were really needing help with this. And I I just needed to let you know that you have time. You are so much stronger and more capable and scrappier and resourceful than you know. You are literally a superhuman. You just don't know it. You just have to close your eyes and believe it. You know deep down that you are. You know deep down that you're a badass. Okay? So just believe it. Take a deep breath in and affirm that for yourself. Say it out loud multiple times every day. Write it on your mirror. Okay? You're scrappy. You got this. You have resources. Utilize them. Get crafty, girl. All right? Have an amazing, amazing day today. I hope this content spoke to you. If you enjoyed it, be sure to share it with a friend and hopefully they'll find it helpful as well. And follow us on social media. Um, If you like this content, please let me know somehow, some way. Leave me a comment, send me a message. I would love to get your feedback. Tell me what content you like, you don't like, what you want to hear more of. I I have this podcast to serve you and I want to make sure that I'm, I'm serving you with the content that you want and you need. All right? So give me a shout out and tell me what you want. If I suck, tell me you're not going to hurt my feelings. I need to know so I can adjust and adapt. All right. Have an incredible day today. You can do it. You are strong and capable and resilient. And you have patience and you have time. And you are resourceful and scrappy. And you are a badass, okay? So go tackle this day and have a great one. I'll see you next time. Bye.